Welcome to the Business is Good podcast, brought to you by the Good Place Institute, where we believe there is a definition of business and organizational success that is much more purposeful, fulfilling, and complete than just striving after more money. This podcast is designed to explore the why, what, and the how of leading and stewarding Good Place organizations, where individuals flourish, organizations thrive, communities prosper, and the world becomes a better place. If you want to know more about the Good Place Institute, please visit our website at goodplaceinstitute.com. Welcome to this first episode in the inaugural series of the Business is Good podcast. We've entitled this series, Good Placeology. In this series, we'll be investigating and discussing the foundational elements of Good Place and Good Place organizations. My name is Chris Young, and I serve as the president of the Good Place Institute, and I'm joined by my good friend and colleague, our chief marketing officer here at Good Place Holdings, Josh Mitchell. In this first episode, we'll be introducing ourselves, the Good Place Institute, and begin to kick off our ongoing conversation about Good Place and leading and stewarding Good Place organizations. So let's grab a cup of coffee, sit down as friends, colleagues, and fellow business leaders. We'll get introduced to each other and begin our conversation about the Good Place Institute and our series on Good Placeology. Thanks, Josh, for the coffee and for leading this conversation. For sure. How about to kick things off? Let's just learn a little about each other. You know, what's your story? How did you end up at Good Place Institute, Good Place Holdings, sitting across from each other, having coffee together? Well, it's it's a, it's a long story. I'm going to, and we'll probably dive into a lot of the details of my story as some of these episodes unfold. Um, but I'll kind of start at the beginning, kind of get to where we are right now. So... When I went to when I went to college, I am actually classically trained as a graphic designer. Went to school for graphic design. Um, what's interesting about that is my family's all physicians, so I was kind of known as the black sheep of the family. I, and even when I went to college, I thought I was going to be a I thought I was going to be a doctor. Um, I. Th- Everyone else in my family is a doctor, so I thought that's the direction I'm going. Not till I got to college and actually roomed with a high school friend. Um, he was in design, and actually I was watching what he was doing, and I was like, that's what I want to do. So I kind of fell into it, which was a great thing. But throughout throughout kind of college, I just I started loving design. I love the concept of design. There's movies about designers. Like I just it was it's kind of intriguing. It was very intriguing. Had a lot of great times with just even uh, at school with my friends. But one of the things that I remember distinctly about college is one of my professors told me to reinvent myself every two years. Mm. Um, and the, and he didn't go into a lot of detail about that. But at the same time, I, I kind of interpreted my own way. Um, and as I was in college, my senior year, I was watching these movies about like designers in New York City um, and kind of what they did. So like I had this dream of living in a studio apartment, uh, riding my bike to work and having a messenger bag on my back and going in and designing really cool things for cool people all day long. <laughs> I mean, that's it. That is like so. What the reality hit though when I graduated, and that's not. I didn't move to New York City. I did, I stayed in Ohio, um, but I. 
it took, going back to what I was just talking about, the professor, I took that really to heart and tried to reinvent myself every two years. And I literally kind of quit jobs every two years. But I worked from a huge, large agency in the area to a two-man agency um, to working in-house as an in-house designer for a consulting company uh, to starting churches and, and designing for churches. And I just basically did anything under the sun, um, which kind of led me to one of my, right before I kind of started where I'm on the path now, um, was a creative director for a large e-commerce agency in Akron. Um, and at that point I, I met a couple of really close friends, uh, and that's kind of where I, we started thinking about how can we do this a little bit differently? Um, so with that kind of in mind, uh, we started our own thing. We dropped everything. <laughs> we we quit. We quit our jobs. I think I just had my third child at that time. Um, and I, I remember just not knowing what I was thinking. I was like, oh, my gosh, this is crazy. But we, so we started our own thing, uh, me and my really good friend, and we actually brought on a third partner who was actually a client of ours. And he, we kind of all three of us kind of well-rounded the whole agency model of what we're trying to do and trying to accomplish. But we had one kind of motivation kind of mission and we had a saying and we said the purpose of our business or the purpose of business is to help humans flourish. Mm -hmm. Um, And that was kind of our guiding light for everything that we did. So whether when we say humans flourish, that means our clients, um, our employees, our, you know, anyone that we're working with uh, competitors, even how do we help that actually do that in this world of design? Um, So then, we actually did that for about nine years. We, we built this business for nine years. It was really fun. It was everything I ever dreamed about doing. Um, and at that nine-year mark, something very unexpected happened, and we sold the business. Um, and we didn't intend to do that. It just kind of happened. Uh, we thought that we were going to hand this down to our kids, uh, and it was just going to keep going on and on. But uh, it actually ben- the 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 sell the sell of the company benefited a lot of people, and we knew it was the right thing. Um, and this was actually right before COVID hit, and or actually it was right yeah right right before COVID hit. And during that time, um, just kind of. Ex- self-examining what do I want to do next what I realized is that everything I ever dreamed about I did so then what is like what's next after your big dreams happen Um, and that's kind of what actually led me kind of close to here I was actually on a lacrosse field and I saw you and we started talking and let's have coffee yeah Yeah, exactly let's just have coffee and talk about it and see what comes together and that that's that probably was like a three or four month process and just kind of talking what was interesting about that whole process too is that SD Myers, which is one of the organizations of Good Place Holdings, uh, was one of our clients back in the day. Uh, so I knew of Good Place Holdings and I knew of the Good Place organizations, but it wasn't like we were really working with good SD Myers at the time. So there was a there's kind of an understanding. Um, but as you and I started talking, we kind of kind of saying, Hey, what are you doing? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> um, we, we found out that we had a lot of similarities in what we're actually trying to go towards, uh, what we try to build our business off of, and the mission of Good Place Holdings and Good Place Organizations. Um, so the, the cool thing about all of that, so this is kind of how I ended up here, I got invited to be a part of it. Uh, and there's that's kind of the exciting part is that it was, it was a... 
a natural fit. It wasn't something I had to learn. Um, it was something that we as an organization were doing prior to this and it fit really well with kind of my philosophy on business, uh, with people and kind of what I want to do with the rest of my life. So that, that in a nutshell is a lot and there's so much more to unpack there. There's so many more stories in that. Uh, but that's a general sense of kind of how I, became he came here and it's been a year now which has been really fun it's been a fun year I can't believe it. <laughs> yeah it's crazy but awesome. I, I, i'm going to turn it back to you and kind of ask you the same question i you know i'm one of the new guys here uh how did you come about you know what's your story how did you come about to good place holdings like all of that kind of what i just shared but i also know that you've been here for a long time you've been here for a long time <laughs> my story is probably not that exciting though so but um yeah i think you know right out of high school excuse me right out of college um i started with a staffing firm uh, i took jobs in mainly consulting and project management and client management and all those types of things and i think it just kind of got ingrained in me where kind of like you and your design firm i loved helping people mm-hmm. i loved helping clients it kind of sounds cliche but i always loved it when a client said hey when i have a problem i know i can call you and you you know my myself might not have the solution but you had the breadth and depth of a consulting firm or or whatever kind of organization to to help people to help them you know fulfill their purpose or help them with a project or whatever and that was just a lot of fun and i remember one of my bosses um along the way uh, because I used to love it so much I always wanted to become billable and I was a client you know an account executive you know we all want to be we want to be feel we want to feel valued right and so he goes yeah Chris that's great but you've never been in-house you've never been on the other side of the table to to be a recipient of this kind of consultative help and all of that sort of thing so um, so yeah much so we were starting up a, a consulting firm in Northeast Ohio uh, a friend called me and said hey we're getting the the band back together and they were plopping some consulting firms around the Midwest and said hey would you like to join and I said that sounds fantastic because they love to build things not not really a maintainer really love to build things yeah. um, and so we were doing some market analysis and meetings with some different people and I ended up meeting with um, the the president of SD Myers, and we were just I was just surveying and saying, hey, if a consulting firm that looked like this, what would you all want it to look like? And so um, out of that began some coffee conversations, and I didn't know where it was going to go. And he just said, well, let's just pray about some things. And kind of like yourself. Three or four months later, uh, here I am, you know, uh, helping with, you know, strategic planning and all the stuff that I still get to do. Um, but I've been here 21 years now. So uh, it, 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 I can't believe it's been that long. But it all started, you know, way back when, um, you know, we joined SD Myers and really found out what it was all about. Um and we'll talk about that in, in further further conversations on the podcast. But um, so you know, fast forward a few years where I think it was always in my heart to, to love business, to love organizational design, development, um, organizational um, life, um, to help people along that path, to understand, hey, what's what's purposeful about these things? You know, what's purposeful about academics? What's purposeful about our life, our family, our marriage, uh, business? Uh, what's purpose, excuse me, purposeful about church? You know, and how do we know that we're fulfilling that and how are we making decisions along those lines to fulfill the purposes that are that are set before us 
And so, um, fortunately, that's what SD Myers was all about, mm-hmm. and that's what Good Place Holdings is all about. And so, I really wanted to marry those two things. So I went and got a seminary degree. Mm-hmm. So I have an undergrad in business, and I got a seminary degree. And everybody's like, "Well, are you going to go, you know, do ministry and all that sort of thing?" I said, "You know, no. I want to be in business, but I want to know what the Bible says, and I want to know what God says about success in His economy, mm-hmm. and what are the values and principles that He lays out all through." Throughout Scripture, um, so we've been on that journey for almost two decades to really dive into God's Word, to dry, dive into the Bible, understand what it says um, about again organizational life, about work, a lot of, about a lot of other life topics, yeah. but specifically those. And um, Scott Myers um, was diving into the same kind of subject a couple decades ago. You know, he's he is the the, the son of the founder of Stan Myers of SD Myers, and then there's another gentleman by the name of Dale. Bissonette, and he came as a competitor of SD Myers, and they joined forces. And so, you know, we have all of these hearts and minds from kind of disparate walks of life coming together. But again, just like you said, when you joined, you know, a year ago, there was unity of, of purpose yeah. and unity of direction. Um, so that was just fantastic. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, so we have the why of all of this. You know, we're, we're working on, you know, what does it look like? What are we trying to accomplish through other businesses, whether, you know, they're in the power group or they're in some other, you know, industry. Um, and then, you know, how do we do this? Yeah. So we started again about 10 or 15 years ago, really looking at and looking for tools and methodologies and frameworks. And there's a ton out there, mm-hmm. you know, um, and so we've... Someone argued too many. Maybe too many, right? <laughs> um, so we, we started assembling them, maybe massaging them to fulfill the purpose that, that's laid out in the Bible and our purpose is a good place. And so... You know, we have what we call the 10 areas of stewarding a good place organization. And a lot of this is the brainchild of Scott Myers, who was just really, really studying God's word and desiring what it what is, you know, what does it say? Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess that's that's kind of a, an in, um, an aside here is is being able to share what the Bible actually says. Right. Uh, we'll get into that again, I'm sure, a little bit later. But uh, that's kind of how I got here. So we ended up writing a book about it. And because I love helping and consulting, you know, and we have a, a holdings company where we have you know about eight organizations right now. So we're basically coaching and training and consulting our internal organizations. And then a little less than a year ago, we kind of turned it outside and said, hey, there was some clients, you know, potential clients that were kind of saying, hey, what do you guys do over there at Good Place Holdings? And so we started helping them just on the side. So we launched this thing called the Good Place Institute. And just like everybody else, you know, we have a book, we have, you know, tools and methods and we speak and we train and we consult and we coach and we do all the normal things. So that was probably long winded, but that's kind of how I got here. And I guess how we got to the conversation. I mean, I think that's great. And, you know, between you and I's kind of story, we talked about Good Place Holdings. We talked about S.D. Myers. We we talked even about some of the organizations under Good Place Holdings. Um, And now... Now we're launching, we have launched, but you're involved in this thing called Good Place Institute. Can you just talk, tell us a little bit more about that specifically and what the, what the goals and the purpose of the Institute are, is? Love to do that. <laughs> uh, the, the Good Place Institute 
is really about multiplying Good Place organizations. Um, so it's really about perpetuating what Good Place Holdings is trying to do, uh, which is multiply Good Place organizations, only it's organizations that the holdings company has underneath their portfolio. Mm-hmm. You know, And so uh, that's what we do. So we've, again, we've assembled and designed some tools, some methods. Uh, we've, we've looked into the Bible. Where does it talk about Good Place? And we just want to help, support, coach, other organizations to put those organizational building blocks in place to help build those kind of organizations. That's great. Um, I I know that there's way more to unpack there and I know, and I, it's been fun to be on this side and kind of going along the journey with you and and everyone involved in the Institute and kind of seeing all of those things. We keep, we're, we're throwing out, some language, some words, and, and I, I want to get to kind of the bottom of that. And I know we'll, in further episodes, we'll kind of dig into some of the, the words that we use, but we've also been talking about good place organizations. Um, maybe just give a little brief description in that concept of the, the good place organizations, because what you're saying is that the Institute falls in the, the, the good place Institute falls in the organization, the good place organizations, but there's also other things in that. So let just kind of give us a little bit of background the description of the organization part of it. Oh, good, good, good. Yeah, so kind of back up a tiny bit. Good place philosophy, there's good place individuals, as you said, good place organizations, good place communities. And so we obviously focus on the good place organization part. But the whole idea is to take a look, again, take a look at God's word and see where it talks about good places. It talks about good places at the beginning of the Bible, in the garden, in Genesis. It yep. talks about it in the middle of the Bible with the promised land and uh, Solomon's kingdom. And even the church is supposed to be a good place where it's known by its love for one another. And at the end of the Bible, in the new heavens and new earth and new Jerusalem, it's a good place. So sometimes we talk about God being in the placemaking business where he's putting people in good places to bring him glory and to bring them flourishing. So So that's kind of, in a nutshell, kind of the philosophy of good place. Mm -hmm. Um, I guess the the lowest common denominator is when we look at the Bible and we say, hey, God, what is success criteria for business and organizations? So there's three main aims of all good place organizations, and that's to value people um, in general and then specifically through training. We call it training, education, and development. Again, we'll unpack that in another episode. Uh, The second aim is to build up good places in the community where we work and live through the business itself and the products and services that the business uh, offers to the marketplace. And then lastly, uh, is to be economically regenerative. It's just to produce a surplus so that we can value more people and build up more good places. That's awesome. Well, I, I appreciate this time. I always appreciate even just sharing some time with you, Chris. Um, and thank you for inviting me into this kind of journey with the podcast and everything that's going on in the Institute. Um, I'm sure we'll you'll hear more about me in further episodes, but I, I just want to thank you for the time. No, oh, thanks, Josh. This has been fun. I'm looking, yeah, I'm looking forward to more episodes, uh, more coffee, um, and just yeah, sharing our journeys with others, and even bringing others into the journey as as they journey alongside of us, and kind of be a part of this movement where you know we're 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 desiring that people flourish, and and you know we have this phrase, you know, good places where where people flourish, organizations thrive, communities prosper, and in a nutshell, uh, the world becomes a better place because that. That business existed. That's the purpose of the business yep. to make the world a better place. So, so that's where we get the phrase "business is good." Yeah, that's right? great. I love that. 
So thanks for the conversation. Uh, For those of you who joined us vicariously through our podcast platforms, we hope you enjoyed this first episode in the series called Good Placeology. Uh, Let's do it again next time. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. At the Good Place Institute, we want to help equip leaders and be a part of a movement of multiplying Good Place organizations where individuals flourish, organizations thrive, communities prosper, and the world becomes a better place where business is good. Again, if you would like to know more about the Good Place Institute or a topic we discuss in this podcast, or give us some feedback, please visit our website at goodplaceinstitute.com. Thank you.